I hope you had a great Christmas. Did everybody have a great time yesterday? Amen. Really, really amazing. It's good. I'm glad. Did you? Or did you not? Somebody. <laughs> I hope you. I hope you had a great time. Uh, I told Vanessa this morning. I got on a scale this morning, and I had gained three pounds. And what's bad about that is, is I took my leg off the scale, and it didn't move. The scale stayed the same. So I called her. I said, Vanessa. She goes, What? I go. There's something wrong with this scale. She goes, ain't nothing wrong with the scale. You ate a lot yesterday, and I did. I mean, there was cookies, and there was, I mean, brownies, and brownies, and brownies. And I'm just telling you, I ate to my heart's content. I, I'm telling you what, I love, I love celebrating Christmas, but Vanessa has it. I mean, she cooks this casserole, and she makes these cinnamon rolls about as big as your face. And um, the reason why I know that is because I was stuffing mine with those cinnamon rolls. <laughs> and so we just we had a great time just celebrating. And um, and I hope you did as well. And that you realize that Jesus still is the reason why we celebrate. Amen. Amen. Really, really, really had a, had just a, a great time. Vanessa's great about it. we opened gifts yesterday. We have a tradition. I don't know what your traditions are, but we have a tradition where we um, I read the Christmas story uh, to our family. And uh, this year, I had each one of them read a section of the Christmas story, and then I ended it. And um, we do that, and then we pray for each other. And, um, and it, was, it was just really a great time. We opened up gifts. And Vanessa, Vanessa's so great. She listens. She's a great listener. She listens to things that we say, you know, that we wanted earlier in the year. And so yesterday, I saw the kids open up their gifts, and they go, and she's this is what she said. She said, I... No, you didn't ask for this, but I wanted to get you this because I heard you say it. And so they would open up gifts and go, oh, my gosh, Mom, we didn't know. We didn't know that you, you heard us. We didn't know that you, you thought about that. And I'm like, I'm, I'm over here. I, I, I helped pay for some of those. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I told, I told you guys though, uh, the other night that I, I don't let Santa. T- I didn't want to fight a fat white man taking the, 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 the credit <laughs> For me getting, uh, yeah, I, don't, I want the fat black man to get the credit for getting the, the, getting the gifts. So I'm like, I'm, I'm over here. But anyway, so she said, she said, she goes, they said, oh, mom, you did such a great job. You listened, you listened. And I was like, that's really cool that she, that she did that. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me as that happened. And here's what he said. He goes, I'm just like that and even better. I know what you have need of even before you ask. Even before you ask, just in your heart, put those thoughts and those plans and those things in your heart, and I already know what you have need of. Amen? Amen. Isn't he a good God? He's a good God. Well, this morning, I don't want to try to hold you long. I tried to do that first service, but I went over. Um, (laughs) But I would like for you to keep on celebrating with your family. And so I have a couple of things that I want to share with you. And here's what I want to ask you to do. I want to invite you into this experience. And here's what it is. We are still celebrating Christmas, but we're getting ready to close a year out and go into the new year. Is that true? We're getting ready to close one out and go into a new year. And I wanted us to take some time to thank the Lord for everything that he's done for us in 2021. Can we do that? And, and, and this is really why I want to say this to you. Before you get ready for this, I want to say this to you. You made it. 
Amen. There were some, listen, there were some people that didn't make it this year. There were some, you know, some things that were thrown at us this year, some things thrown at you this year, and you didn't, some of you may, may not have known if you were going to come out on the other side, but I want to let you know today. He's like, well, it's not over. I'm telling you, you made it. <laughs> and you wouldn't have made it if it had not been for Jesus, if it had not been for the king. Of, is that, am I telling the truth? Made it, you made it. And so, therefore, we're going into this, into this new year. But I want to invite you into this experience. And I'm going to ask you, if you would, just to close your eyes, if you would. And, and here's what I mean, what I want you to do. Like, is it, we're doing an altar call at the beginning? No, it's not an altar call at the beginning. But I want, to, I, want you to, and I want to invite you into this experience. And I want you to reflect, because this is a time of reflection. And I want you to reflect on everything that happened in this last year. And in your heart, if there is one thing, there probably are a ton, a, a, a lot of things. But if you can think of something that you saw and you knew that God did in your life in 2021, and you're like, oh, thank you, Lord, for that. I want you to just lift a hand. Just, your, just keep your eyes closed. Just like oh, there was something. Yeah, something. I'm going to wait for a minute because not everybody has their hand raised. Something that God did in 2021. Yeah. And, you know, wait just one minute. Because everybody should have something. And if you don't know what that is, I'm looking at some of the gifts that God gave you because you're, you're here. Life. Right. So if you don't have, yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. So everybody, everybody should be thankful for something. Now, while you're in that position, I want you to just slip another hand up and just and, and surrender and just thank the Lord. Just, now, I can't thank him for you, but just go ahead and say, Lord, thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for everything that you've done for us. In this year, everything that you have done and provided for us in this year, we say thank you. Thank you, Lord. You're a good God. And we're thankful for everything that you have done for us. So I thank you, Lord, for our people. I thank you for my family. I thank you, Lord, for this church. I thank you, Lord, for each individual that's here. And we just want to take some time to say thank you, Lord. Yeah, he's good, isn't he? Some of you, some of you, the Holy Spirit's working on you right now. And the Spirit of God is just... Just cause you to be, it's okay, stay here for a minute. Lord, thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Man, I'm telling you what, I, this is a time where I usually reflect on a lot of things that God has done for us and the things that, and like I said, you're still here. That's a miracle. Do you know that? There were some people who did not make it this year. I had some friends that, that passed away. I had some friends that, that didn't make it, but you're still here. And I was reflecting. This is a time after, right after Christmas, I start reflecting and thinking about the new year and what God wants to do. And um, I was thinking about some of the stuff that happened this year. And I thought to myself, I was like, you know what? I had COVID this year and it almost took me out. Uh, I don't know if you remember back in the, oh, the, the first service, remember, I don't know if you remember uh, Fred Sanford back in the day when he would be like, oh, Elizabeth, this is the big one. And he would be, he'd go backwards. He'd be like, oh, I'm coming to see you, Elizabeth. I, I felt that way when I had COVID. I was like, Lord, this is the one. I'm coming to get you. But I'm telling you, then one day, I mean, I couldn't breathe and I couldn't get out of bed. Those were my friends that said, man, I couldn't get out of bed. And then all of a sudden, it just lifted. Um, and not only did I get sick, my whole family got sick. I had some family members, some friends, different ones. They got sick. But then I, I realized that God had brought us through. Amen. He had brought us through, and because he has brought us through, that's a reason for us to be thankful for everything that he has done for us. He's done some great things for you. 
And I know some of you can look back and be like, I can point out all the bad things. I can tell you, man, there's some things happened to me that were not good. There's some things that happened to us this year that probably weren't good. But, but, but overall, you have to look at God and say, you know what, God? There is a reason for me to run into your, 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 court, your, your courts with praise, into your gates with thanksgiving in my heart, into your courts with praise because of the great things that you have done for us. One of the attitudes, the great attitudes for us to have going into this new year is gratitude. Amen? We should be the most thankful people on the planet. And so that's important. Amen? Everybody still celebrating? Amen. We'll still celebrate. Um, so we're getting ready. So if you have your Bibles, I would like for you to turn to Isaiah chapter 61. We're going to turn to two different passages of Scripture this morning. Isaiah chapter 61. And then we're also going to be looking at that same passage that is in Luke chapter 4. In Luke chapter 4, uh, we're going to read that. And so as you're turning there, again, we've run, we're running out of year, getting ready to go into a new year. And when I was a kid, one of the things that I, that the, the pastors, and I don't know if this is in, the, uh, in just a black culture or whatever, but all the pastors would try to rhyme the new year. They would try to rhyme, you were more alive in 95, you know, God is great in, in 98, you know, and then, you know, and then we was like God of plenty in 2020. I saw plenty of COVID. I don't know what y'all saw, but I saw a lot of COVID in 2020. And so everybody was trying, he's like, it's a year of vision. Woo, did we see a lot in 2020? You know what I'm saying? And so, and so there was, they would try to rhyme it. And then you realize that the rhyme had nothing to do with anything about the new year because you realize you were not more alive in 95 and you realize that God is great in, in 98, but it wasn't that great for you, you know, so it wasn't rhyming. So then when the new year comes, you think, well, I wonder how they're going to rhyme it this year. And they'd be like, you know what, in 2022, shut up. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to necessarily don't <laughs> say nothing to me. I don't want to hear your rhyme. He's like, well, you don't want to hear, you want to hear these bars? Like, I'm going to get a bar and hit you with it. Don't I want to hear it. I don't want to, I don't want to hear it. And the reason why we're that way is because the enemy has tried to condition us to look for the things that are the worst about the year. And I want to tell you that you serve a God who has the best in store for you for the year. And if you can understand that, that God has good things in store for you in this, in this year and in the next year, then you can go into the next year with the best attitude and with your head held high because God is a God. Not that he should lie. He's a God of his word, and he has good things in store for you. Amen? So we're going to start reading in, um, in verse 1 of Isaiah 61. It says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to preach and proclaim the good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. To proclaim, is we're listening at this, to proclaim, so good, freedom to the captives. Anybody in here free this morning? Uh, anybody else in here free? rest of you in bondage, anybody free? <laughs> anybody free this morning? Proclaim freedom to the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners. And verse 2 said, to proclaim, listen at this, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance for our God and to comfort all who mourn. I wanted to take time to say this is God because when we talk about this, that when the spirit of the Lord is in you, it's for you. 
When the Spirit of the Lord comes upon you, it's for others. I heard that from Bill Johnson who said that. It's for others. And so he's saying that the Spirit, Isaiah is prophesying this. He's saying this, but he also is talking about this is the year of the Lord's favor. Now, some of your, some of your versions say that this is the year, of the acceptable year of the Lord, but the year of the Lord's favor. And so the reason why that, that happens is because one of the things that we know is that Jesus, when he came, even our background talks about a Savior is born. When Jesus came to this earth, time, something happened because time was marked by his entry. It was marked by his entry because we know it as B.C. And then after he comes, we know it as A.D. Now, I used to think that that meant after death, but it had nothing to do with that. I was misinformed. Amino, dominio means in the year of our Lord. Amen? Did you know that? And so, therefore, ever ever since Jesus came, when he broke into time, it was before Christ. And then after that, it became known as the year of our Lord. And so every year that Jesus has been since he's been here is the year of the Lord's favor, the acceptable year of the Lord. You are in the acceptable year of the Lord. Some of you are just like, I don't know, Pastor Chris. It sure didn't seem like the acceptable year of the Lord to be. Do you know what happened in this year? Do you see, did you see what's going on in our government? Did you see what's going on in the school systems? Did you see what's going on in the world? Do you see what's going on with racism and all these things that are going on? I see what's going on in the world. But just like the other prophets said, in the year that King Uzziah died, I also saw the Lord. And I can also see what the Lord is doing. In the midst, in our midst, I'm, I'm seeing the church wake up. Amen. I'm seeing things happen that I'm, I'm like, Lord, this is this is good because it's the year of the Lord's favor. Amen. So let's go over to to, to Luke chapter four. And we're going to read the exact same thing. But this is Jesus. Luke chapter four. We're going to start at verse 16. Luke chapter four. And it's, it's so, so important. Verse 16 says this, he went to Nazareth where he had been brought up and on the Sabbath day he went into the synagogue as was his custom. He stood up to read and he read the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him, unrolling it. He found the place where it is written, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. He anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. He has sent me He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight to the blind. Those that have been blind, he's talking about physical sight and spiritual sight. Sight to the blind, to set the oppressed free and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Then he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant and sat down. The eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fast upon him. They were looking at him and he began by saying to them, today, everybody say that word with me. Today. Say it like you mean it. Today. today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Because all of the types and shadows, all of the things that were the types and shadows of the Old Testament, everything that they were looking forward to from the Old Testament and then the Joshua's and all the things they were talking about, they foretold a Messiah that was going to come and take and save them from their sins. There was somebody that was going to come. And then out of the shadows, out beyond the things of, of what the Old Testament talked about, all of the types and all of the shadows comes this baby in a manger 
and therefore time is marked by his entrance. And not only is time marked by his entrance, but now from, from that time all the way forevermore is the acceptable year of the Lord. And you are in the year of the Lord's favor. And so there's a reason for you to look forward to all the things that God has in the next year because you're in this year and then you're going into another year. Now, here's what's so important about that, is, is that and it's this, that if you know what God has in store for you, because the Bible says no eye has seen, I read that before, no ear has heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man, the things that God has prepared for those who love him, right? But he's revealed them by his spirit. So here's, here's what we're asking. If you are in the acceptable year of the Lord, I'm going to ask you a question, and this is a question I want you to answer, and that is, Will you accept the acceptable year of the Lord? Will you receive the acceptable year of the Lord? I'm inviting you into that experience because only you can answer that question. Now, before we, you answer that question, I'm going to say this to you, and that is, in order for you to accept the acceptable year of the Lord, there are some things in this year that you need to find out that you're not going to accept. Amen? There's some things to accept. There's some things not to accept. You know, there's some things that, that one of them, I just want to say this to you if you look up here just for a second. The one of the things I want to say to you, this is not a year for the body of Christ to walk in fear. We, you have to decide that this year I am not going to walk in fear any longer. I'm tired of being afraid. I'm not going to walk in fear because the Bible says that fear doesn't come from the Lord. I'm not giving you the spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. And the reason why the church doesn't have to walk in fear is because you have the love of God. And he says that my perfect love casts out all all of it's got to go in the name of Jesus. You don't have to accept fear. You don't have to walk in fear. You don't have to live in fear. Fear of man, fear of success, fear of failing, fear of going forward. I'm telling you, it's time for the body of Christ to cut out the fear of the enemy and say, I'm going to walk in the power of his might because I know my God and he is greater on the inside of me than any fear, anything that the enemy or the world can ever put upon me or call me to walk in because I'm walking in his grace. We'll walk in his grace, his empowering presence. And that's what he called us to do. So you got to not accept fear. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to walk in fear. It's not time to be afraid. The enemy says, be afraid, be very afraid. You're like, no, faith over fear. Faith over fear. Faith is still the currency of heaven. Faith over fear. I'm not going to walk in fear. I'm not going I'm I'm to look at fear that way. I'm going to walk in faith because we walk by faith. And not by, we're not going to walk by what we see. It may look bad in the natural. It may seem bad in the natural. It may look like it's bad in the natural. But God says, if you can get a better view, if you can look and really see what I want you to see, you'll see that you are the victor and not the victim. You are above and not beneath. You are blessed in the city and blessed in the country, blessed going in, blessed going out, blessed when I go wherever I go because I'm walking in the blessing of the Lord. The blessing of the Lord adds to it. Adds, it, it, it tell you, the blessing of the Lord is making the rich and it adds no sorrow to it. You are blessed and highly favored. Do you know that today? Look at somebody and say, girl, you blessed. And if it's not a girl, say, man, you blessed. Go ahead and say it. You blessed. You're blessed. That's right. You're blessed. God has blessed you. And so therefore you need to know that. So you're not, there's no time to walk in fear. So you're not going to say, I'm not going to accept fear. Say it. I'm not going to accept fear. 
not going to accept it. Here's what else you're not going to accept. Here's what we're not going to accept. We're not going to accept failure. Now, here's what I, I read this the other day. You know that prayer that everybody talks about the serenity? Lord, help me accept the things that I cannot change. You know what I'm talking about? And it's a good prayer because there's some things that you can't change. And I was praying that prayer the other day. I was reading it. And it really sounds, it really sounds amazing. Lord, help me accept the things that I cannot change and the things that I can. Help me accept those. And then, then help me to have the wisdom, Lord, to know the difference. And so I read that. Lord, help me accept the things that I cannot change. He goes, you can accept the things that you can't change, but I can change anything that I want to. I can change whatever, however, whatever I want to change. If you look to me and say, that's what I didn't understand. He goes, you, you look at it and be like, it ain't going to change. I look at it and say, <laughs> it's a good opportunity for me to step in. How do I know this? Because he says, your, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. The things that you can't do, the things that you feel like you can't change, he steps in and says, it's a time for me to step in and show my power on your behalf. The other nations in the Old Testament said this about God. They go, we've never heard of a God like yours. We've heard of a bunch of gods. We've seen all these other gods. We've seen them, but we've never heard of a God like yours who acts on the behalf of those who wait for him. Are you waiting on the Lord today? Because if you can wait on the Lord, I heard the scriptures say they that wait upon the Lord He'll renew their strength. Anybody need their strength renewed today? You may need some strength. You're like, I'm weak. He goes, but you know, you're weak, but I'm strong. You know, but I'm, 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 I don't know if I can make it. He goes, I'll carry you because my grace is sufficient for you. I don't know what's going on. I do because all power, all authority has been given to me. But this is a big problem. It looks like a mountain. No, nope, it looks like a mountain to me because I am a God that I, that I don't lie. And I'm a God that's all powerful, all knowing. And I know exactly what you need. And it's time for a job for the power of God to step in and change your circumstance and your situation he's a guy that can do it so don't accept failure and if you do fall fall forward if you are going to fall fall forward because the bible says though a righteous man falls seven times what's he going to do he'll get back up again he'll get back up again it was always amazing to me that um boxers when they would get knocked down they would get back up again there would be something on the inside of me that would say you know what this place is not so bad It's comfortable here. It's a good place for a nap. Been knocked down several times, got hit several times, and they would just get back up again. And they would get back up again. I'd be like, stay down. You're going to get the same amount of money. Stay down. Mayweather, maybe all these different ones. You know, McGregor, when that, that fight that was ridiculous, I'm like, stay down. You don't have to prove anything. You're still going to get a check. A check is good. As long as it has my name in zeros. I'm telling you, a check is good. They're like, no. But there's, there's a reason why that's hilarious to me. And God doesn't see it that way. And the Spirit of God on the inside of you does not see it that way. Because the Holy Spirit says that the enemy said that to Jesus. Jesus, stay down in that tomb. You don't have to get back up. Stay down. But the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives on the inside of me and quickens my mortal body and says, get up out of that place that you've been in. I know you've been knocked down by life. I know you've been knocked down by circumstances and you've been knocked down by, by the world. But God says, get back up again and stand and know that I am with you. And if I'm with you, I'm more than the world that's against you. 
So it's time. Yeah, it's time for the body of Christ to get back up again. So you fall, fall forward. Don't fall backwards. Fall forward. You're not going to accept fear. You're not going to accept a failure. Now, not necessarily didn't recognize it, realize it. Okay, I know, I know that I made a mistake. I know I made, I made this, but at the same time, I know that his grace covers me. His power covers me. His blood covers me so I can rise again because of what he has done. Amen? So don't accept fear. Don't, don't, don't accept it all. Don't accept fear. Don't accept failure. No compromise. Rise up and be who God's called you to be. Amen? Those are things you're not going to accept this new year. Don't accept old ways of thinking. Those are things you're not going to Those are only two points that I have. I have two points. What are you going to not accept, and now what are you going to accept? I would accept the power of God in this next year. The Holy Spirit receive his power. You remember when he breathed on the disciples and said, receive the Holy Spirit? I would receive his power for the new year. Accept his power. Receive his power. Because you should say that because the disciples were just, were, were just like us. Jesus, is this the time that you're getting ready to restore everything of your kingdom? And Jesus, they were like, are you, are you going to at this time do that? And so Jesus said, it's not for you to know the times. I mean, wouldn't that be just a doubt? You think about that. If you were, you were the disciples, like, this is it, guys. We're going to rule and reign. It's going to be just as it said. This is it, guys. They were giving daps. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking all of them were black. Anyway, they were giving daps. You know what I'm saying? Booty bumping, you know, chest bumping. You know, this is the time. And let's ask Jesus. And one of them asked Jesus, and Jesus goes, he goes, it's not for you to know the seasons or the time. But this is what you need to know. You shall receive power after the Holy Spirit comes upon you. What am I going to do with that power? You're going to be witnesses to me in Judea, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the earth. That's what's going to happen. There's going to be power. So I would receive the power of God. I would receive, if this is the acceptable year of the Lord, if this is the year of the Lord's favor, I would receive his power, and I would receive his favor. Receive his favor. Our kids walk around talking about who's the favorite. They go, Dad, which one of us is the favorite? I go, I am. <laughs> they go, no, one of the kids. Which one? I go, I'm the favorite. They go, what are you talking about? I go, I'm God's favorite. They go, yeah, but which one of us is your favorite? I go, all of y'all are my favorite. They go, that's not fair. You just, well, at least say all the girls. I'm like, no, I'm not going to say that. All of you guys are my favorite. I love all of you. You know, it's like, yeah, but you love me the best. And when they're with me, I tell them that. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm the favorite on her dad. Oh, yeah. Woo. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> but the truth of the matter is, you are his favorite. Receive his favor. You are his favorite. Receive his favor. Don't reject it. Receive his love. Receive that perfect love that cast out all fear. Receive the spirit of God. Receive his power. Receive his favor. Receive his love. Receive his peace. Receive his joy. Receive all the things that come with the kingdom of God. Only two questions, only two points today. What will you accept? What will you accept? What will you not accept? What will you accept? What will you accept from him? What will you not? Yesterday, one of my favorite gifts, and I'm about to close, one of my favorite gifts was Vanessa. Oh, she's so good when it comes to this. She said to me, she said, honey, I brought you a gift. I was like, me? She goes, yes. And it was a, it was a Beretta. 
it was a Beretta pistol. But she said, I go, and it, it had the word Inox on it. So I was like, mm, the Lord is my shepherd, and he know what I want. <laughs> and, so, and so I opened it. She goes, before you open it, she said, it's a Beretta. She goes, I bought it for you, but when you open it, let me explain it. So I opened it, and it was a, it was a Beretta, but it was a 22. And I haven't asked her. I, don't, I have 22s, but I have, she, it was a 22. It was a Neo 22. And she said, I go, what am I going to do with this? She goes, I bought you this gun so that. I could use it and go shooting with you so we can do a date. And I was just like, I was just blown away. She bought a gift for me so that she could use it to go with me, to be with me. And so I just like, wow, honey, that's amazing. There are some other gifts that I would like for you to, uh, to get so that I can. <laughs> now you're laughing, but here's what I want to end with. The gift that you need to accept from the Spirit of God this year, going into this next year, is the gift of his presence. He wants to be with you. He has a desire to be with you. And he gave you his son so that he could be with you. So that you can have life and have it more abundantly. He wants to be with you. He gave you his, that never, that's what he did. That's what Jesus, that's what God the Father did. He goes, there's, I got to find a way to be with him. And so I know what I'll do. I'll give them my son. And I'll give his, and so he gives his life so that I can be with them forever. Because all it was is Vanessa would see me go to the range and she'd be like, I want to go. Well, you don't have a gun. Now she does just so she can be with me. God says, I want to be with them. I want to be in there every waking moment. I want to be with them when they wake up. I want to be with them. I want to be with them when they're in their, on their job. I want to be with them wherever they go. I want to be with them. I want to be with them. How do I do that? I know I'll get them a gift. That gift is Jesus. And that way he'll die for their sins because sin separates us from God. But now I can be with them forever. That's right. I, I, I. He wants to be with you forever. God loves you so much that he gave you the best gift. Only two questions today. What will you accept and what will you not accept? I want you to bow your head and close your eyes right now. <clears throat> I was supposed to say this in the beginning of the message, but I'm going to say it now. I want you to ask the Holy Spirit how he wants you to apply this message to your life. There's been, and here's the reason why I'm asking you that. Because there's some things in your life that you may have accepted that God didn't want you to accept. There's been some things that maybe you have, that you've had in your life, some things that you've just been just letting happen. Just an enemy's been pounding you with those thoughts. He's been telling you that you're no good. He's been saying these things to you. And you're just, and God's saying, I don't want you to accept that. There's some things that you, that you just tolerated. He'd be like, whatever, whether it's a spirit of infirmity, whether it's a spirit of doubt, maybe it's unbelief and, and rejection and the Lord says that because I love you so much, I'm not going to let you carry that baggage into 2022. I'm not going to let you do it. Check that baggage at the door. Check it. I'm not going to go into this new year with the old mindset. If this is the acceptable year of the Lord, if this is the year of the Lord's favor, I'm not going to go into it with an old mind. So, Lord, I'm not going to go into it with old wineskins. And as I'm standing here right now, the Holy Spirit says some of you need to forgive some people and release some people going into this new year. You need to let some people go. 
Some of you need to let your past go. If your past has been keeping you from going into the, mm, into the new year, your past is cut off today in Jesus' name. So, Lord, I, I'm asking you to help them, help us, help us as a people to know the things that you want us to accept and the things that we're not going to accept because this is the acceptable year of the Lord. We receive your favor. We receive your spirit. We receive your power. We receive your, your might. We receive your peace, your joy, your love. We receive it. And we cast out all the fear, the failure, a compromise, sin, all those things that keep us from your very best. I believe the Lord is showing some of you right now the things that you need to. Just, I'm not, gonna, I'm not doing that. This year is a new year. This, new, this year, I'm, I'm, I'm stepping out. So the Lord says, apply for that promotion. Apply for that new job. Start that new business venue. Do that idea that I gave you a long time ago. Go ahead and take her out on that date. Go ahead and ask. Ask. And the door, yeah, yeah, ask. And you'll, you, he'll, he'll give it to you. Seek, you'll find. Knock, and the door will be opened unto you. This is a year of the Lord's favor. And we thank you, Lord, for that. Just for a minute, I feel the Holy Spirit just breathe. Lord, Holy Spirit, just come. Breathe on us. Fill us up to overflowing. I'm not going to ask if you mind it. Holy Spirit, fill us up. This Whether you want to be filled or not, Lord, we just ask you to fill us up. Jesus. The last thing I'm going to say to you, I feel like the Holy Spirit is saying to some of you right now, he's giving you in your mind the things that you need to reject, the things that you say, I'm not going to go into this new year. If you'll be bold to say, hey, you know what, Pastor Chris, that's me. I already know what I'm, what I'm not going to take in the new year. Go ahead and raise your hand. Just say, I'm, I already know. Yeah, all over this building. I already know what I'm not going to, I'm not taking, I'm not taking that. I'm not taking that in the new year. All over the building. Some of you, who else? Who else? Saying, I'm not, I'm not going to take it. I'm not going. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. That's not, that's not coming with me. Okay, you put your hand down. Lord, I agree with them by, the, by your spirit moving forward and the things that you have in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Would you stand with me? You know, I want you to be able to go home and, and, and be able to continue to celebrate with your family. But I also want you to remember that a new year is coming in just a week. You will be into 2022. And, you know, and I, I said this, and you guys are going to get mad at me when I say this, but you don't need a better you in 22. What do you need? A better, a better view in 22. He's like, you said you weren't going to rhyme it. I rhyme it in, you know. It's got bars, you know what I'm saying? I got bars sometimes. I just, just rhyme it. But you need a better view of Jesus. If you get a better view of Jesus, then you get a better view of yourself. Lord, I bless our people in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. In the sweet communion of your spirit. I can feel the spirit of God in this room right now. I know he's working on some of your hearts. I can feel that. So Holy Spirit, right now, just will pierce the heart. Whatever it is that you want to do, we say yes. We just say yes to the Holy Spirit. Just say yes. Yes. In Jesus' name. And Lord, we thank you for that. We bless our people in your name and go out and continue to celebrate. But be ready for the things you have in store for us in this next year. And we love and bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I love you. Merry Christmas again. I know it's the day after, but we still celebrate. Don't forget to go out and be the church. To the unchurched, you're dismissed.